Hello. <clears throat> All right. Good to go. Thanks. Uh, Thanks okay. for your patience, Julius. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Boardman Podcast. We are episode one, soon to be the biggest watched <laughs> podcast in the UK and then the world. We're here. Um, Matt Hookins. Uh, I'm an actor, writer, producer in the film industry. And I'm here with James, James Mackey, tech and science geek. And I'm Jay Gill, associate producer uh, in the film industry. So, yeah. And we've got our first guest on today, the legendary Julius Francis. Who is the former British and Commonwealth heavyweight champion. Bro, bro, bro. And um, I always say this wrong. Um, owner of the Lonsdale Bell, outright, only the fourth heavyweight champion to do that. Wow. Um, I became the fourth, only the fourth heavyweight to do that after... Henry Cooper, Horace Lotus, Lewis, then myself. Well, I think wow. I deserve a round of applause. Yes, yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you should have done yeah, your own. I, I kind of, um, yeah, I'm really proud of that fact. Definitely. Yeah. I would be, mate. What was the year that you won it? Um, I won a British title in 97, 1997, and then became um, outright holder. Amazing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was really, that was really, like, for me, um, when I actually won the British title, um, if I'd stopped boxing the day after, I would have been happy. Yeah. Um, because I, because I'd achieved the goal that I set for myself in yeah. boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, when I had the belt, because it was strange, I had to, I actually fought and won the belt over in Ireland, in, in Belfast. King's Hall. Yeah. And the belt that I had wasn't actually mine. And so I'm gonna give you it's, it was it belonged to a smaller fighter, so I wouldn't even go around once. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then yeah, and then actually when I had the belt when I was looking at it, I just I was just saying that I never wanted to I didn't want to ever not have it again. Yeah. Um, not have it in my position. So um, that was that became the next kind of golden. You've had like you've had such a textured life. Obviously, <laughs> we know each other very well because you're also in the film that we just yeah, did, Prize yeah. Fire. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out if you want to watch it. <laughs> but um, t- like, tell us, tell us, tell us about. I want to know more about your your childhood and how you started uh, and what was, you well, what you got up to and then when you got into boxing. Let's start. Let's yeah, start from the beginning. I, I suppose right in my childhood, it was some of it was quite difficult. I, I, yeah, it was, it was quite difficult. Some of it. Um, because, uh, at, like, like I say, we moved to um, Abbeywood when I was, I was about two years old. So from two till ten, that's where, that's where we grew up. Me, mm-hmm. I, my older sister, myself, my younger brother, and my younger sister. So four of us. Um, and, yeah, so it was, I had lots of friends there. And it was, sometimes it was difficult because the late 60s early 70s it was quite there was still that thing of no blacks no dogs no irish so that was a thing Mm. um and i remember we had one neighbor just lived a couple doors away from us who was i know him now that he was south african and he was very yeah he was very didn't like us right um but that's but uh, you know like 
like I say, I'm, I always say that I had a very colourful childhood, yeah. a very colourful upbringing or whatever. Um, but when I was about 10, um, I was taken into care. So I moved from Addywood to Plumstead. And then it kind of grew up Plumstead, Woolwich, Chowton was in my teenage years. That's kind of like where... Why were you taken into care, if you don't want me asking? Um, just family issues. Yeah. Like, uh, unfortunately, my, mom, my uh, mother wasn't very well. My mum wasn't very well. And, um, yeah, so she was in and out of hospital. And it just be... Uh, my dad was always working. He was work, either working away... He was away from home quite a lot. Hmm. Um, <coughs> he'd be travelling up to Scotland. He was a, my dad was a tower crane driver. Right. So... But was he sort of present? Like, you know, was he present in a way when he came yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. So he was like yeah. a, a father, yeah, he was, he was there. a father he was figure. There. Yeah. Um, sometimes that could have got a bit, or did get a bit contentious, um, as I remember. But but that um, must have been tough because even you know back in the day, now if, if anyone does anything wrong, you know their, their children go yeah. into care. But back in the day, you would you would have had to been going through some proper, you know, normally family yeah, background would be tougher. Yeah, there was there was some kind of issues, there were some definite, definite issues, um, but like I say, I, I, for me, I love my, I love my dad to death, you know, um, and now being older and being able to understand yeah. where he came from, yeah. how his upbringing was, mm -hmm. and then um, kind of relating that to how he treated us, mm. then, you know, some people say it's unfair. Yeah. Um, some people say it's, it's kind of other things, but you know, you, you kind of, I've, I've spoken to him and we've, we've kind of come to a kind of bit of a, an understanding and reconciliation about that part of my life. But, yeah. It's weird um, you say that because like we've, we've already discussed this brief, briefly about, you know, Jay's dad wasn't around much, mm. neither was James's, neither was mine. Mine passed away when I was 11. Yeah. And it's, my, my stepdad raised me. And at the time, exactly the same thing. I thought, oh, he's being tough. He's like, you know, proper tough on me. But when you get older, you kind of go, well, okay, he was tough, but there was that built the person yeah. who I am, which builds yeah. respect and gives you kind of... I think with me, um, because of the certain things I went through, I wanted to be, become strong. Yeah. You know? Um, and it wasn't, and it weren't even necessarily about wanted to become strong as, and I could fight. You know, I, I did learn to fight. And I think some of the time, some of the things that made me learn to fight, made me have to fight, was what was happening on the streets at that time as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? was, it, was it mentally strong, right? You were phys uh, physically strong? Yeah, well, I think the mental side of it was, was it may, that may have come a little bit later. Yeah. I don't know, because I don't know how, um, whether and how to put these things into words, maybe. But you go through certain things, and you think to yourself, no one's ever going to do that to me again. Mm. No one's ever going to be able to beat me or bully me or you know or take things from me. Yeah. So I and and growing up, that's and getting older and older and bigger and, and stronger. Yeah. That's kind of where it, where it came to. You know? Yeah. And just just saying that yeah, no, you're not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And those areas back then, Plumpstead, Thamesmead, like I know those areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got. Yeah, they were a bit 
Wow. They, that's an understatement. <laughs> he was growing um, up at the same time, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. <laughs> don't, don't start kidding no, around. Let's get out there straight away. We've got a 65 year old on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. What, what did your uh, siblings go on and do? Oh, well, unfortunately, my, my, older, my older sister and my younger brother have both passed away. Okay, sorry to hear that. My, my younger brother passed away um, in September um, 2019, so it's not really that long ago. Sorry, mate. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's still hard, obviously. Yeah. Um, and my older sister, she passed away um, 2006. Okay. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard when I think about, like, so my, my mum died when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Then my sister, then my, then my younger brother. Um, so, so, yeah, so it's, you know, um, it's, it, it's hard. It does get hard. Of course, yeah. yeah. You know, sure. Yeah. And when you got fostered, did, they, did your other brothers and sisters go into the same yes. foster place? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, we was fostered, basically fostered, yeah. all in the same place. And from 10 until when? From, for me, it was 10 till around, no, tell you what, I came out of foster care when I was, actually when I was 18. Okay. And then I got my first little place, um, they gave me a bed sit down in, down in Woolwich, just by Woolwich Ferry. What's the ABAs? Just so people the, build an amateur, amateur boxing association. Yeah, it was their. Um, that's their competition for guys that went on to maybe turn professional yeah. or go to the Olympics or whatever. You know? um, but that was on TV. As I turned it on, I've heard Dave Stewart. I've heard the name Dave Stewart. So I, I'm from a land Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So yeah, Dave Stewart. So I know that name, Dave Stewart. So I went to school with a guy named Dave Stewart. Right. He was a year, he was a year above me. So I went, oh, alright, let me watch this. He gets on, he comes on, he's the guy that I go to school with. He wins the ABAs, knocks out the, the favourite. The guy was the favourite, I can't remember his name. Right. But he was the favourite to win the whole competition. Dave went and knocked him out. Right. Dave Stewart at the time was, I would say, I would have considered him the amateur Tyson of his day. Right. Of uh, that day there. If there was an English guy that I could have likened to the Tyson that I went on to know, it would mm. have been Dave Stewart. Okay. Because what, with his style and strength? Or? He was a fantastic left hooker. Right. A very good puncher with both hands, right. but a fantastic left hook. He was, he was about six foot, roughly. Very, very stocky, very well built. Um... And um, in the style, a little bit like Joe Fraser yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But I would, I likened him. Now, I've, now assessing it, I would have likened him to, to he would have been the Tyson of his day. Right. And so he won the ABAs, not take, not take the guy a favourite. Just start thinking, he might have been like one or two rounds, not that cold. He was a brilliant puncher, but he boxed in the gym that I eventually went to. Right. So. I'd seen that on, and I remember it was a Wednesday night. Remember that was a Wednesday night. So, Wednesday night, I've bumped into him on the Saturday. 
I said, Dave, I saw you box on TV. Look, look, I've got arms, I've got muscles. Um, I can do that. He said, look, just get yourself a gum shield. Come to, we'll meet up, go to the gym on Tuesday. So that's what I did. Bloody hell. Um, and then at that time there, you could just jump into the ring and spa. So I don't know whether he beat the crap out of me <laughs> or he just played me, toyed me. But I couldn't touch him. I couldn't lay down on him. Yeah. So I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. I just became hooked on boxing. Um, and then after that, it was just a case of, for me, just sticking in the gym. What gym was that? Where was that? St. Peter's. Right. That was St. Peter's, I'm sure. It's so weird that that's the hook, because that, that, that was exactly the hook for me as well. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, just Because you just think boxing, you get in the ring, you think, okay, it's about who can hit the hardest, or who's going to yeah, knock you out, think. or who's the biggest, or yeah. who's the scariest, and whatever. And the, the, the thing, exactly the same thing, the thing that hooked me was, why can't I? Why can't I get near this yeah. guy? And, yeah. and you know, training down in Wales and with with the the amateur and pro boxers down there, oh, and they're touching yeah. their feet and jabbing me. Yeah, yeah. Play, yeah. Like just, yep. just running around my back, and you think, this is just crazy. They they they, they How there's do a, you do that? There's, there's an absolute science and so, like yeah, mind. It's a you know, it's a, it's a, it's like a physical chest yeah, thing. It's the physical test, but also the mental test as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because years later, when I was actually sparring with Dave, and I said to him one day. Like, because he, he, never, he never took it easy with me, right? He never, ever took it easy with me. <laughs> well, I thought he never took it easy with me. And then one day I just asked him, I said, Dave, you finished training, finished bar. I said, Dave, why don't you never take it easy with me? And he went, do you think your opponent's going to take it easy with me? Good point. That's a good point, I'm yeah. Like, cool. Okay, that's it then. Yeah. yeah. And that was the shining light. Yeah, you see, that's, that's, what you that's what I say to you two. I jump in the ring with these two. And he goes so hard, with us. and they're just beg, they're begging to go easy. No, it's, it's never going easy. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a brute force that just comes keeps but, coming forward and forward and slide. Uh, he's cutting off the ring. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's yeah. what the game is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what your opponent is never going to take it easy. Yeah, for sure. And that is not just in in the fight game. That's in life. In life, life yeah. doesn't life doesn't give you easy, yeah. easy channels. Mm. Um, you walk down the road, you've got to dodge, you've got to dodge people. You walk down the road and you're a big crowd, you've got to dodge out of the way. Yeah. If someone, someone's going to walk there, just walk into you and make them back an eyelid. Yeah. You know? So, it, happen, it happens to me. Believe me, look, as big as I am, I'm six to, uh, and, and I'm not going to tell you how, how much I weigh, but... Um, <laughs> Say in stone, because they don't know in stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. I'm but I'm heavy. Um, yeah, people just back and, and just look at you. Yeah, yeah. This is why no yeah, no good life advice, you. yeah. yeah. Easy. They're never going to give you an easy run. Yeah. So b before you sort of talked about the, the trigger that got you into boxing, yeah. I want to take you back and, and just yeah. sort of understand a bit about your run-ins with the law. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a sensitive subject, but, you know, no, if you I don't mind talking about it. Because I think my first real run-in with them, there used to be, a, I can't remember the name of the sports shop, but it was a sports shop. So he went into his sports shop, had him look around. But I know that I never took anything. I know that I never touched anything. Yeah. So came out of the sports shop. Um, next thing, please pull us over. Pull the group over. Um, and yes, I was mapping with him. I was like, what are you pulling over for? Blah, blah, blah. This ain't never. Mapping off. All of us got arrested. One, one person in the group had stolen a cricket bat. I really, I'm, I'm not a cricket fan. I watch, <laughs> I watch it if I have to, yeah. but I'm not a cricket fan. So I mean, God knows why he took a cricket bat. 
with I'm making noise, blah blah blah, we all get arrested, whatever. So we're in the police station. And and this was this is the the kind of thing that turned me off the place really badly. Because I was in the police station, obviously I'd made up noise and this that, and the other. So this cop I remember this cop coming into my cell, three of them come into the cell. One stood inside the door, one stood at the door, the other one came in. I was sitting on the bench and he just grabbed hold of me, grabbed hold of me by the ears and just started slapping me. Bam, 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 just really? wailing on me. Wow. Yeah. And, and that kind of fooled my mind, mm. you know? Because um, you're there thinking they're supposed to be there to protect you. And... <sighs> not even that, not, not even right? that. It was just that this big fella was beating on me. And it really, it really turned me. Yeah, I can imagine. So I was I was angry. I, I yeah. even though I was still in care, I remember I was still in care. I was angry. Did you uh, and you know it's it, it's quite I think it's a important thing. Do you think that they were just the guy who was just going in there to give you a clip because you were a kid, or do you think he was racist? No, I'm definitely racist. Right. Yeah, definitely racist. Because because at that time, at that time, it's, it's kind of I would say it's the early eighties, very early eighties. Right. Um, yeah, there was, and, and in Woolwich itself, because there was, there had been at that time a couple of um, uh, killings in, the, in like, I, I remember one where um, some black guys had gone into a pub, a local pub in Woolwich on the high street, and um, the guys in the pub obviously didn't want him in there. There was a fight, there was a fight, and one of the guys was stabbed. One of the pub guys got stabbed. The black guy ended up, as I remember, getting five years. He got, I think, he got done for manslaughter or whatever. But it, it did become a real. It was kind of like a very contentious, contentious thing. Yeah. In, in the area, I mean, in Woolwich, in the area, and um, we used to have a lot of skinheads come down, um, and then they they would have the National Front marches through Woolwich or Plumstead or wherever. Um, and yeah, and different. Do you think it was get like? Do you think there was a bit of gang territory, or was it? Was it, it just was, like you know what? The kids were fucking around. And we was we were we kind of formed. Uh, in in the end, we there we had uh, we the, the black guys that I know. We formed this our gang at the time. I say you could call it a gang. We had the Woolly, we was called the Woolies Warriors. That's what we called ourselves. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so we would <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> Go from one end of Woolwich. It was, it was the old where I don't know if you if, if you know Woolwich, where the we've uh, we've got actually a gang, the Woolwich Wallies. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're not, seen, so, we've not seen us out in the boats. You well, can join if you want. It's an admin fee. Chokes up with shit. <laughs> the whopping uh, Wallies. Whopping Wussies. Whopping Wallies. Yeah, you know, whopping Wallies. So, so, but yeah, so. We used to go from our end of Woolwich and walk down the high street, all the way down the high street. Any skinhead we saw on a Saturday, this was a Saturday, any skinhead we saw, we used to beat him up. Bam, 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 yeah, yeah we used to fight him. Yeah. Was there, there tool, were there weapons, then, tools? No, 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 no. All no, fists. No, no. Fists, yeah. Because that was, we, we didn't, it weren't a case of, I don't remember, it weren't a case of going out there and, Beating our, beating people with bricks and bats and stuff. You wanted to go and prove yourself that you yeah. could fight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you did everything with, with your hands. How old was it, were you at this point? 
And so, so you must have known. They, all your mates must have known. Yeah, he's a bit tasty. No, because I wasn't. I wasn't even. I, I was never even. I didn't even think I was the best fighter out my game. Okay. No, certainly not. No, I was because and, and the, because the box. What the boxing does, the boxing makes you harder and tougher because you're fight. Uh, you're training. Yeah. And when you're training, you're doing things that are actually will actually physically incapacitate people. Mm. But when you're fighting on the street, mm. it's kind of like, you might go swing, 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 miss. And at those four or five swings, yeah. kicks, you might land one. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Get one, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's very hard. The boxing it, makes you aware, doesn't it? Yes. It makes you more aware. And, and it gives you, what the boxing did for me, it gave me that confidence. Yeah. And um, yes, all right then, I'm, yes, I'm training. And so I'm getting myself stronger and more physically stronger and then you're learning how to having, take a punch having this ability as well yeah because again yeah learning how to take a punch because mm. it's not everything that's giving you yeah. yeah, and move the head movement and moving yeah, out of the all, way. All of those kind of Matt, you're so good with that. You know, when I'd throw any punch, just your just your small movements out of the way, just those tiny little movements out of the way. It's, yeah, I think it's I, I don't know. There's a, there's a point in in boxing the training where you just start to get it. You have to get to that point, yes. and it's tough. But then there's a point where you you just you get in, and it's for me it was just like that. Yes. It, was, it, it took ages to get there, but then I got in the ring. I was like, oh, I can I can it's just move away. Where you see instead of because my and this is now my my boxing training instead of the, instead of the boxing glove being a, a boxing glove it's a football mm. you can see a football like so football's coming towards you you can dodge out of the way of the football yeah. really easy dodge out of the way but then the ball's getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it becomes a little a little dot right and then now that dot you're missing that dot by there yeah yeah that's yeah, a good analogy man you know and that's how that's how it becomes you know you're like all of a sudden your eyes see this instead of you, you just see the slight movement. You yeah. Know it's coming there. Yeah. And you know it's coming there. And yeah. It's, and it's the other thing is as well with boxing. Fighters are taught to hit a certain target. So if you kind of see movement in the body, you know that target is coming. He's going to throw a left hook to the body. Yeah. He's going to throw a right hook to the head and body, whatever. Yeah. yeah you're so reading it, the body yeah, language. You can read it as well. Yeah, yeah. And you're, I think I, I felt like my, your eyes start to become more. Yes. Wet. So, yeah. you know, you could be looking at someone dead straight, but as soon as you land in the box, you actually, you're, you're, you're picking up there because yes. everyone's hands are moving and they're constantly moving. But a thing that I learned, because I obviously, I did kickboxing as well. Yeah. And um, Kung Fu. So I did, um, I, I did Kung Fu, Tai Chi, Wushu, um, kickboxing, Taekwondo, um, and I, I fought full contact kickboxing, but I trained Muay Thai. So... My um, kung fu instructor told us that the first part of the body that moves when you when you when you fight, the first part of the body that moves is here, the center. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily look at the hands or the eyes, but if you can concentrate on where on, on this line, yeah. When you see that line move, yeah, because that is what moves first. Yeah. And if you know what you're looking for, yeah, then you. Then you see it, yeah. you know, and it's a thing that you, you can't just go right. He's got to move now, but it's a thing that you, like you study over the years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. I remember the yeah. I remember the first time I'd get hit. I mean, you just sort of close your eyes. You know what to do, 
and then, and then as time goes on, it's like, okay, now I feel more, com- I do more, yes. you feel more and more comfortable and then different types of blocking. Right. And I would always be right. I'm just going to hold my hands there, but I had no head movement. So I'd just get hit a lot. Right. And then I started getting the head movement. And when I could mix the two up, that's when I thought, okay, now, now I'm learning now how to do it. You, because you, you, see, you can make them step, 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 step. Yeah. First, as it like with a baby, the baby learns to call first mm. and stand up on the sofa yeah. and fall down. But you, you're always going to remember your first. Yeah. Always going to remember your first. Your first woman, your first love, your first fight, your first knockout, whatever. First man. <laughs> first man? Yeah, you're first man. <laughs> I'm not judging. I don't swing that way, mate. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I don't know what he's going on about. His face went bright red. Shit, how does he know? (laughs) Did you know that? He did so much shit, honestly. First man, I was like, (laughs) what's he going on about? (laughs) 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 I I didn't have a clue, so I didn't even recollect. But his name was Phil. Philip. Phil, yeah. His name was Phil. And he actually, the last I heard, he worked, and I'd seen him a few years ago. Um, I can't remember his second name for the life of me, but I've gone in, obviously it's our show, it's the Peter's show, and when I got in the ring, when I stepped in the ring, I've just seen this, the biggest man I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> a beard, I'm thinking, oh, I didn't have a beard, I was clean shaven, I was smooth as a baby bum, me at that time, yeah. this big white guy, and I, I remember the fight, and I ran and I ran and I ran. I don't know how they, how they let me win the fight. But okay. I know that I was never going to let this guy hit me. So I did everything dodge and move and run around the ring and whatever. How many rounds was it? it was only, I think it was only three. Three rounds. Yeah, I think, three it, was, I think it was only. I think they actually did at that time. It was still doing three, three. Yeah, yeah. So it's three, three minute rounds. But yeah. now they changed the, the four. Yeah. So you're running around the ring, let, not me. Uh, yeah, I was never, I wasn't going to let this guy beat up on me. And how old were you then? I think I was 18, 19. 18, okay, okay. Yeah. I was 18, definitely 18, 19, yeah. And, um, yeah, no way, no way was I going to let him. So you, did you technically beat him then? Or you must have been? I think it was technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't ever going to win by stoppage, that's for sure, because I wasn't going to go near him. And I remember he was a big, blonde, white guy, and... and and I, it's, it's only when you are, when you do these things, and you practice and you and you and you continue doing it, that you say to yourself, right now, and my and my trainer told me this, when you when you're in the corner and looking at the other guy, yeah, and you're feeling yourself, what the size of him, and you got to remember the other guy's looking at the corner, looking back at you, going. Yeah. yeah, think of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. a scenario happened, um, and I got arrested. So I was twenty, it might be twenty-four, twenty-five, maybe, maybe a bit younger than that. But I was already uh, no, I didn't keep so. What we now? It was the late eighties. I remember it was the late eighties, so eighty-nine. So I got arrested on a big case. Um, and if I'd have got found guilty, I, they were saying that, that at the time they were saying to me, you can get 10 years. Was this for fighting? No, oh. no, no. Nothing to say. But it was, um, can I say you can? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it was for drugs and firearms. Okay. But 
I was innocent. I knew I was innocent. Yeah. But, well, it was actually drugs, firearms, and it could have gone to, um, like, maybe they could have tried to sneak attempted murder. But it was, it was kind of like, they went, they was going GBH, but GBH with intent. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the intent is the bad one where yeah. you get the extra. Yeah. Yeah. So and this was on a this was on a policeman as well. Ooh. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. But I never done nothing. So I'm in in, in my head because they're saying to me, right, yeah, if you get bang in the ten, you're gonna get at least a ten. I said to myself, but I've done nothing. But if I'm saying to myself in my head I'm saying, right. If they give me, if they find me guilty and give me 10, that's it. Yeah, career's done. So. No, not my career, life. Yeah. Oh, right. Life yeah. is done because yeah. there is no way that I'm doing 10 years. Right. Yeah. In my head, I'm saying there's no way I'm doing 10 years. Right. Because I never did anything. So that was just, that was just the kind of my mentality. Then. I, I was just, and again, I was very angry. Mm. I was angry for a lot of reasons, a lot of different reasons. Right. Um, but that would have been the icing on the cake for that, that scenario. And I remember my oldest daughter, my mum brought her to see her. So the first time I seen her walk, was walking onto the visiting um, thing to see me. And that really kind of, that stage of me sticks with me. And it, yeah. it was nice, but it was upsetting. Yeah, yeah so it's very emotional. Yeah. 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 So to see her walk for the first time and just walk into me in a prison, prison. It's like, yeah. if I get off with this case, then I'm going to see what I can do in, with fighting. Right. Because I didn't know, I didn't necessarily know that I was going to be a pro fighter. Right. Um, but you thought to yourself, you're going to channel that anger or that aggression yes. you had within yourself. Yeah. And thought, you know, I can channel I knew, that somewhere. You know what's, what's crazy? I knew I was strong. Mm. Right? Because... I did test myself in the gym when I was training, like um, um, in the weights, doing weights and stuff. I should see how much how much I could squat. Yeah. I don't know how much I could squat, but I just used to test myself. And you might want to hold that back, because we'll see how strong you are. On the uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. That's a different ball than that. We got a punch bag over there uh, that we use later. <laughs> I need to pump um, it up. But yeah, I just. For me, I just said to myself, yeah, I'm gonna, if I get off with a case, I'm going to see what I can do in, in the fight, if I, in fighting. And I didn't necessarily know if it's boxing, kickboxing or what. People were saying, oh, we saw, we saw you, your brother and John, walking down Woolwich. So we, so we kind of got out of the way, we didn't, because you said, like, when you, when you used to be walking down Woolwich, you looked, all the three of you looked so angry. <laughs> you, like, you looked like you were just on the, on the hunt for someone. Still yeah. angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, I was like, no, we just, just, I don't know, we just got to the outside door, we just got to the shop, and I was like, yeah, mate. I said, no, 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 fuck it, you look crazy. You look crazy. Yeah. I bet you were like, no, we were happy that yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were happy that day. That's what people were saying. Like, oh, when was that? Yeah. Uh. So, um, and then, yeah, and that, and that was it. And that's, that was how um, me getting arrested, because it was in the door of a nightclub. Right. Um, so, 
But yeah, so that story, so the police ended up raiding this place. Right. But when they raided it, they said that I uh, I was holding a gun and that I actually attacked a policeman with a knife. Right, both. A gun and a knife. No, no, so they said they found a gun on me. Yeah. But, uh, but I, had, I, attacked the cop, I had attacked the cop with a knife. With a knife, right. Yeah. Um, because I had, like they said, in his statement, he said, he, as he came to the door, this Mr. Francis raised his right hand and brought it down across my chest, striking me with the knife across my chest. I was like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> wow. Um, and then obviously they came in. Oh, this, apparently there was like 400 coppers that raided this place. Wow, yeah. proper nightclub, so, massive nightclub, was it? Well, no, it's actually now it's I don't know if you know, is it the 808 club down by? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that used to be called when back in the day that used to be called the Tunnel Club. Right. So that was the old Tunnel Club. I tell you the truth, I've only been there back there. Since the time I got arrested, I've only been there once. Right. I've only been there once. That's a good venue. It's a good venue to party at, that one. Yeah, because it's out of the way. Yeah. It's out of the way, and like, no one can't get in no disturbance yeah. or whatever. But I used to be on the door. The only reason I went there was because Mark, Mark said to go there. Epstein. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Because he used to work there. He He's a boy. Shout out to, to, to Mark. He's a scary boy. So, you fucking Mark FC. But this is He's... the thing. See Mark, and I'm not knocking Mark. Mark's a, Mark's a good guy. But Mark, he was the one of the youngest behind. Like, I'm not Mark. Don't get me wrong when I say this, but Mark was one of those guys, the the kids that we sent into the shops. Go to the bloody shops with us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When 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 they was youngers, right, they right. were little kids running around behind us. You know what I mean? So. Um, but obviously then he went on to he got bigger and stronger and, yeah. <laughs> and had his own uh, runnings. Yes, exactly. And he became, became a world champion. Ugh. So, but that was kind of the scenario. So we used to do the, the, on the door, I was on the doors there. Got arrested for that. There was a big raid at the club. And, and that sad and charges came on me. Right. Um, and again, by the time I got to the police station, they obviously beaten the crap out of me. Oh. They actually, they, they actually beat me that bad and knocked me out. Sure. Oh, no. And then I've woken up and I'm in the van, but all I've got all over me is all footprints all over me. Fucking hell. And all, yeah, all over me back and front. Yeah. Oh, just on you. Yeah. That's fucking horrible, yeah, man. Was, That's... But it was, you know what? Now, when I look at it, I'm like, Obviously, they um, planted drugs on me. Um, and it was funny, even even that was funny. And they presented the evidence. They went, well, um, you say that you found all these white wraps of white powder on Mr. Francis. So why are these wraps, these wraps that you have and produced in the documents that you signed or whatever, blue wraps of blue wraps and white powder and all this because it's the same they're given the same numbers and same that's all blue paper and uh, yeah. because it weren't mine. Yeah. So they, yeah they just fucked up. So they didn't really have anything on you. They had they had sort of, of, they had you know. 
And I, and I remember on the first day of the trial, and the trial was only two days anyway, um, on the first day of the trial, the, the, the prison warden that was in, sitting in, in with me, this, one of them, he said, do he said, you're getting along with I said, no, I can't. Because you know, like, he's sitting out of yeah, of course. But um, at this point, did you like? Were you just a bit like, okay, I've been here before. This is annoying. Or, no, was no, it, was I was, it? I was. That that was the time I was saying to myself, if I got, if they find me guilty, and they give me that ten years, because yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah. My judge, I remember my my barrister said to me, he came in and said to me, right, if you get ten years, we'll appeal it. I said, if I get ten years, if I get voted, but you know, I ain't doing ten years. I know I ain't doing ten years. Mm. So he said, all right then. If you get 10 years, we'll appeal it. If you get anything from seven, anything up to seven years, you'll live with it. In my head, I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing no years. Yeah. I ain't doing years in prison for nothing. So I did do. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. yeah. And that was, it was scary. It was scary. But I was just, I was just angry as well. I was just angry that I was in this position. Yeah. And then I remember what, like obviously, Coming out, and I was training. I did train. I was doing with with um, with the kickboxing, but I came out, and because like obviously I was earning a bit of money. I was doing what I was doing on the street and whatever. Um, but I came out, and I went, you know what? I can't go back to that life again. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's what kind of turned me. I was saying I can't go back and not selling gear on the road. Yeah. I suppose you had all these triggers, like your daughter, you know, you've been angry well, with the system. and Yeah, it was just, you know, in some ways, it wasn't, it weren't even necessarily thinking about my children or my daughter at the time. It wasn't even necessarily, it was thinking that, because I'm trying to say to myself, how, am I, how, am I, how do I get better and better myself? To, to yourself, and, yeah. and move on and, and try and, and, try and um, live a better life, you know, get out of, the, the system, as mm-hmm. it were, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it was kind of fighting was was getting out of it. To yeah. me, um, fighting was one way of there was a release mm-hmm. for me. There was definitely a release for me, and there was this I, I could forget about a lot of shit that was going around me as well. Right, right. You know what I mean? Same as what um, um, my, my tra- boxing trainer said to me. He said, you know, if he, if he didn't coach or fight, he would have been in prison. Yeah. And it's... It's, it's hard. It, it's yeah, like, you it's know, so... Um, when, you're, when you're caught up in that, and you're... And you're especially, especially when you're angry about stuff. Mm. You know? Um, and that fight, that fight thing can give you that release. Mm. Yeah. You know? And it's not about being angry with the person in front of you. It's not about being that. It's, it's kind of like... You let go of all your fears, let go of all your emotions, because that's what, when when fighters cry, you know, they might cry after a fight. I've done it many times. Mm. Cried after I've had a fight. And because I've had that release of, of, of all this mental strain and stress. Yeah, that build up, those, those yeah. emotions are high already. Yeah, that build up is, when you're releasing it, yes. it all it comes is, out. Because yeah. people have to understand, see, fighters are very, very sensitive people. Because any little thing can take a fighter off yeah. off of that, that game plan of his. Any little thing, very, very emotional. Yeah. You know? Um, maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't even say that because there's a lot of fighters going to be out there going, what's he talking about? 
It's funny because I remember I got hit, not hit in a nightclub a long time ago and, and I woke up, I was un- unconscious. Yeah. And I'd uh, broken my jaw and I'd had all these yellow, over about a week, I didn't notice, mm-hmm. I'd been stamped on my neck and, on my f- and it all over about a week went sort of yellow. Yeah. And you're like, that happened when I was, when I was unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so for that to happen to you, for them to do that, where you've got no control, you can't get out of it, is a horrible mm. experience. Like it does, it must unconsciously it, it does, stick it, with... It, it, Kind of like, I don't know, how, I don't know how it makes you feel. It's just, just, yeah, it is. It's, it's, you don't need to happen again, right? Actually, yeah. you put something in place. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen again. And that's yeah, what. Yeah. And then, so did you, so this guy, he said to you, sorry, going back, he said, right, um, you I'm know, I'm going to pay, pay you to fight. Yeah. Was that after this incident? Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. So I've come out of prison now, and, and I've said what, I don't want to go back, and I don't want to go back to what I was doing. Mm. So I've got to think of another way. The only other thing that I can do, all right, the only other thing I thought at the time that I could do, all right, was fine. Yeah. So I trained and I was kickboxing. And when I, uh, <clears throat> I was doing, so I was doing the Kung Fu, still doing the Kung Fu and Tai Chi, and, and then um, we was doing a bit of um, Taekwondo, and then we was doing the kickboxing as well, but we trained I remember Andy, he was Andy, Andy Mayer, his name was, the guy. So I said, all right, and I said to him, all right, yeah, if you can get me money for fighting, sounds good, it's the plan. He said, all right, look, I'm going to train you. Um, so I trained with him for about, he said, I'll train you for a couple of months, and I'll get you a fight. A few more kickboxing matches and whatever, but then I won the European title, I went to Germany and fought, um, guy over in Germany, in Hamburg, in, and won, won the European title. When you won the European title, did, did you think, was it then right? Everything else nah. stops? No, nah. I focus, no? No, nah. because my first fight, my first fight, that first fight when I went to France, I got 100 quid, <laughs> right? I got 100 quid. That's it, sorted, retired. <laughs> My, the fight where I won the European title, how much money I got? The uh, European title? 990. Don't say 100 quid again. 500, 500 quid? 500 quid. Uh, okay. 500 quid, I got a nice trophy. My dad's got a trophy. <laughs> a nice belt. Well, well, I say a nice belt. It was, a, it was kind of like a belt with a little bit of a chain on it. It was nice because it's a champion. That's mad. Um, but a trophy, my dad's got the trophy. It's like the UFC pay. Um, it looked like a UFC, but only half a UFC, but only half of a UFC belt. Right, yeah. Um, and then, um, so I was European kickboxing champion, but I still continued to box as well. Right. So I was doing the um, amateur boxing as well. So I, in the boxing, I lost for the southern area title uh, for the southeast divs the right. first year right um lost in the final southeast divs and then the second year um i won the southeast divs that was not i think 92 won the southeast divs but then lost in the in the next next round of the london finals right and then the third year um then you turned pro 93. No, but I, I won, that same year, yeah. I won the 
suddenly we had London's and then I turned pro because what happened after I um, won the when I won the London's, after I won the London finals, I went to up to Leicester to spar with Frank Bruno. And then when I came back, I sparred with Frank Bruno for a week, and then came back to London, then I had an unlicensed boxing match. Right. So, um, What was that like, sparring with Bruno? I were Bruno, back then, Bruno was a Yeah. Uh, Oh, he man. was so cut and defined yeah, I then. Never, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been in the ring physically with someone who was, who was so strong yeah. at that time. He, really? Like, Bruno was as strong as Ma Matt's was. dad. Matt's dad was um, sparring with Bruno. supposed to fight him, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there, yeah. there was a picture with him yeah. and, and Bruno all, all in the line up these stairs. Yeah. yeah. And um, you could just see, he just looked like a um, beast Bruno of a man. Bruno was an absolute was, unit. Yeah, he was a unit, honestly, yeah. Honestly. So he like a lovely guy as well. And right, this, but yeah, he's top one. Was he like the 90s yeah, version of Anthony Joshua? Huh? Was he like the 90s version of Anthony Joshua, do you reckon? Oh, definitely, yeah, like, definitely. Like but I, I, think, I think the, the Frank, that Frank Bruno would have beaten Joshua. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that Frank Bruno I, definitely. I think so. Joshua now. Yeah. Hundreds. He was like, not just like, not, I think, it, because, and this is the thing that what people don't get about Bruno. I think under the lights, Bruno was a different animal. But when okay. he was away from the spotlight, mm. he was like Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm. Honestly, like, I, okay. I have to, and I, because, you know, which is, which is quite sad and, and of me, that before I actually boxed, before I boxed and before I actually took part in the school, I used to say, look at, look at kind of those fighters, and go, ah, what's he doing? And he'd go, why can't he do that? Why can't, how can, like, um, looking at Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, you have to do the, I can do the Ali shuffle, but can you do the Ali shuffle and punch in time for the, mm. you know, and all this, and then... And With an 18 stone guy smashing you yes, in the face. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the hard thing. There you go, all, that, yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know, people keep, yeah, what's he hugging him for? What's he hugging him for? What's he hugging him? You know, nah, nah, I can do that. But when you're in the ring there, yeah. and you've got someone like Frank Bruno, I'm not kidding at the time, he literally, honestly, I, he literally... Spun me around, picked me up, cracked me in the ribs there, cracked me in the ribs there. I said, fuck yeah, you didn't know where you were. There is not a chance <laughs> wow. I'm letting him hit me like that again, wow. ever. He was like, I, I'm not kidding you. And the people say that Frank Bruno was like stiff and whatever, but hell no. Yeah. You know, and I've, I have been in the room with, with some big name guys. Yeah. yeah. Some big guys, but Bruno, he, like he's one of them guys you don't forget. Yeah, it's very interesting, man. What yes. a great insight. Yeah. yeah. So just on that, Julius, um, you, you talk about your trials and tribulations of, of um, making it through Peckham, mm. you, the triggers that got you into boxing. Who did you idolise at the time? Or who who would you did As you look fighter. up? Did you look up to like yeah. in life and, yeah. and and a boxer or no fighting wise? Sport? Fighting wise, um, I think it was. Um, Marvin Adler. And the other thing, to, to get away without any real damage, do you know what I mean, to you, um, is pretty good and lucky with all the boxing. <clears throat> I say no damage. No, no real, I don't know, there is physical damage. Mm. Because, um, as Matt has touched on, I've been stabbed. Yeah. Um, I got stabbed, I think, nine times. Nine times? In one, go. Yeah, yeah, eight times, yeah, nine, eight or nine times. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, it's 
<laughs> why, why? Can I ask what, can I ask what happened? How old, how old were you? Laughing about it. <laughs> that happened when I was, I think I was 19. Yeah. So that, I think getting stabbed had a mental effect on me. Yeah. Right. Definitely getting stabbed had a mental effect on me. So what happened, the guy, actually it was someone who I was actually friends with. I was friends with him when he was a bit younger. Um, he, and he turned out to be a wrong one. Um, did some kind of shitty bad stuff. And then uh, me and my brother ended up doing him. And then I was at a party and he kind of walks up behind me and, and stabbed me out. Wow. From behind? Yeah. Where did he, he stab me? So he, at first he stabbed me. Well, I remember he hit me in my side. And then everywhere else, but I didn't remember. I don't. I don't remember getting like stabbed. Right. So the adrenaline must have. Yeah, because it don't. It, you don't feel it actually. You don't feel it. It's like getting punched. Wow. But at the same time as he was stabbing me, I was actually trying to throw him over a balcony. <laughs> Did you notice your strength just dissipating through the stabbing? That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. So um, he was trying to stab you, and, that, and yeah, you were trying to throw him over, over a balcony. Yeah. Did you get him off the edge of the no. back? Oh. Would he have been gone if you'd have yeah, 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 yeah. So it's high up. Yeah. So it's slightly higher than this. So it'd be about to drop from maybe this balcony right. down, because it was on the second, yeah, it was on the second floor. So we're at the top, right. we're at the top floor of the shard. <laughs> yeah, we was at a party. But yeah, I was, yeah, definitely, if, if it had gone over, and if, if I'd have gone over as well, yeah. I wouldn't have hit it. Right. So it didn't penetrate any organs or anything like that? So like, he... Punctured my intestine. They punctured my intestine and, and my, I think, yeah. They punctured an artery in my stomach, punctured my intestine. So, and then punctured my lung, through my arm, in my back, in my shoulder. Is that that uh, yeah, mark there? I see the scars, yeah, yeah. Where's oh, your, wow. Can, can, I, can I see a scar on your, on your belly? Look at that. It's no so, joke, man. Because <laughs> so, that's opened me up. Fuck yeah, yeah man. And then we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, he, so he's just like... And then, yeah, and then he's just like... Right. He looks like... People keep... But when I'm having a shirt off, people say... Well, I used to have a shirt off, I'm a bit offended now. Um, but he's like, oh, gee, I didn't know you got a shop. I said, really? Really, shop? He said, me, I said, no, no. Stab wound. This, this is why you're an actor now, because whenever, you, whenever you've got any scar injuries in the film world... <laughs> They, they, they touch it. I have, an, I have a scar there for my brother hitting me in the face with a golf club. Uh -huh. And I'd always try and hide it. Yeah. And you'd get into the makeup chair and he'd be like, no, it's great. Let's put, let's, let's extend it. Let's make it longer. <laughs> the start, the, the scar's great. There's always a story. I remember we did the yeah, short. Yeah. And, you know, that scar think, was yeah. there. We think, the scar yeah, yeah, there. it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, it was. How, how long was the that makeup that he was stabbing you with? Oh, kitchen knife. Right. So it was quite long. Knife. Yeah. As I remember, it was a kitchen knife. Right. Um, but the thing was, I didn't actually feel it. All I felt of all the stabs that I got was a pinprick, and that was just in my shoulder. Right. And the, really, the, one of the things that really, really pissed me off, really, really pissed me off, I had a brand new jumper on. <laughs> I bought this really cool <laughs> jumper. Well, a grey one, was it? Right, what honestly, was it? What was it? It was a really cool green and white jumper that had a not really nice face pattern. And it was like it was like a long 
furry jacket. It's it like the first time you wore it. Yes. And it was like, yeah, feeling good. Real, you know what I mean? I was yeah. out styling that night. Yeah. And it really pissed me off. You must have been thinking a few times, this might be it, this op, or not? No, 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 no. no. Because I don't remember the journey coming to this. I remember being in the hospital and then them like a couple of nurses was signing me up or whatever. And then next week I'm in the bed. Then the next day, or it might have been the day after, waking up after having an operation. Right. So um, and then just pe- like people around me. Mm. And that was it. And then when I and I remember when I came out of the hospital, that was quite funny. My girlfriend at the time. Um, all she wanted, she just wanted to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got turned on by your stammering. I couldn't really move, but I couldn't really move. But I laid on the bed. Turn the girlie on, man. That's so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let, like jumping ahead, how do you go from, <laughs> you know? Being in trouble with the police, mixing up, getting stabbed, all this kind of stuff, and then, you know, you, you start boxing, and, yeah, you, well, and you become, it, you know, British heavyweight champion, end up fighting Mike Tyson. How, 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 what, is it? <laughs> what happened in between? How did you get to that point? Yeah, getting to getting to coming to there. Like it's, I think, I don't know if if I think what it is 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 people believing in you. I think that my um, amateur trainer. The crazy thing about my amateur trainer, when I got in trouble, when I did get in trouble, he stood beside me. Right. So when I, I remember when I won the British title, one of the first things I did was actually take the belt down to him. And he was like he, he was old then and he, he was old. And he weren't in the gym at the time. Um and going around to his house and taking the belt to him and showing him that I I'd actually his boy had actually achieved. No, wow. that was that was really and even the story after the story after that I remember leaving his house but it was a great thing to, for him because he wasn't well at the time he must have felt blessed but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, and, and knowing for him that he the faith he put in me mm. that that was his reward in a way yeah. was to see the guy that he had faith in mm. produce that British title for him Mm. And I remember bringing it round to his house and showing it to him, and and, um, and how happy he was for me. Mm. You know, which, yeah, I, I never forget. It was a great. He was actually a really great guy. He's taking that like a yes. win. It's very important to have those yeah. role models, like oh, someone yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. got your back. And see, the thing is, with with Pat, I remember when I had my first amateur bout. I didn't have no boxing boots, and although I was working. Boxing boots weren't the, they weren't the thing that I was going to go and buy. Mm. You know? And he actually got me my first pair of boxing boots. That's quite yeah. idea. You were spending your money on green and white jumpers. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but he was, and he, he, had, he believed in me. Yeah. He, did, he believed in There's me. There's so many things now. And it was. Like, trainer, mentor, yeah. father figure. Yeah. So many things you probably, you know, maybe love and attention. Not, like yeah, so many not actually realising yeah, how much I'm influencing. Yeah. 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 You know? Was he there when you defended your title as no, well? No, 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 no. He, he, he couldn't. He couldn't be there. No. Right. Because he, 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 he was actually really not well. Right. 
And everyone so, thinks you need like loads of people around you, but quite often you hear the story, you know, with lots of boxes and people. They normally just have one person. Yeah, it's yeah. normally one person that will believe in you, stick with you. And it's, yeah, and, and to have Pat, Pat Dempster, his name was, and um, he when when I turned pro, he was the guy that um, went obviously because when I when I after I had the unlicensed boxing. I had, had um, when I did when I went to Bruno and I came back did the unlicensed. Yeah. I was meant to go because I'd won the London days, actually beating all Garrison. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I managed to find uh, the footage of that. Yeah. So I beat all them and you know I didn't. All he went on to win the Olympics and whatever. Yeah. I'm a so-called world champion. Um, but actually beating all them, I, I, not, I'm not going to down myself, but. He was a kid, yeah. and I was, in a way, I think I was number one in the country at the time. Yeah. And I was expected to win. Well, um, I mean, you know, going on to jumping into the fact that you've <laughs> fought Mike Tyson. I, I mean, mean you know, just, I, I know yeah. you very well, and, mm. you know, just I've heard so many stories and everyone asking you all the time, and it's still, you know, it's still baffling and brilliant in, in so many um, weird ways. Uh, is there anything that you would say that someone hasn't asked you or something you haven't told about the Mike Tyson situation, even if it's something simple that's like, you're like, you know what? I didn't tell anyone this or, or this happened and no one knew or, or whatever. I mean, it, no, it's I such an interesting story. I don't, to, think, I don't think there is. Um, but set the setting, right? It's 2000, right? Yeah. It's well, 99. It's, so it's Tony, Tony Blair, his prime minister, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, who was like a big band at the time? Like, who was who? who it would have been like. Kylie Minogue was big. Away. Like, I'll just take your head back because yeah, okay. I remember it. I remember Oasis, there was such a big maybe? thing about it. Oasis. Oasis. Oh, I was pretty much just coming alive then. So just... <laughs> 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 just bought, I, know, I know you two were the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I never forget. Well, the Millennium. The mille- Y2K bug, the yeah. Millennium Building, yeah. which is over there. There was all that. There was a bit of a buzz. Uh, that, I mean, going into because, today, yeah, there was no, a bit of a buzz. Because what happened was, I remember Mike Tyson couldn't get into America. Couldn't get into England. Yes, that's be- what I'm saying. Because he was in prison before, so he he couldn't get in. And that, and then somebody helped. He still has that problem now. Does he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you've ever been at some accused, I think of he's still banned. I think it's all bullshit. Really? Why? How many of those politicians? Rob people, rape people, yeah. Do yeah. whatever they do to people, yeah. and still travel around the world free. I've got, like, I've got uh, a simple caution, right, from 2009, and I can't enter the US still because of it. Well, that's, it's, yeah, com- it's the same thing as the US. It's complete. And I never, I think I'm not even sure if they let me back because I've got a criminal record. record you can't, yeah. You can't, yeah, I can't yeah. go. So it, I can't. Even I think, see, that's bullshit because I, when I went to, when I went, I've been to America a couple of times, yeah. a couple of free times. Um, been there on holiday. I've been there working when I obviously with Lennox a couple of times. Yeah. I know that I obviously I've got a criminal record. Yeah. Mm. So, and I remember when I went the first time to spar with Lennox, and I was over there in Washington. In Washington, one of the the the, um, the border patrol people, wherever they were, wherever that, looked at me and went, um, "Are you Lennox? Lennox knew his family." Like asking me if I was me and Lennox were related. I said, man, you're related, man. <laughs> That's mad in itself. You're going over yeah. to America to spy on Lennox. Yeah, I'm going to spy on Lennox. They're asking me what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Asking me if I'm related. But yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think so. How many criminals out there in America 
Yeah. I know. I know. It's just, uh, yeah, I think the same. So I remember he had a problem getting into England, yes. but the fight was in Manchester. He managed to get in because they arranged it so he could, he could come in. Yeah. And there, I remember there was this crazy thing when he, would come, he came through Heathrow Airport and it was just like, Literally every, and some other, Stampy. George Michael came in on the same flight yeah. and everyone ignored him, right? Because everyone was like, <laughs> and it was just this whole thing about like Julius Francis and Mike Tyson. It was such a, there was such an excitement. It was, it was massive and I'm not going to deny it, it was massive. Yeah. We were having a press conference the day before, press conference the day before. So this is the first time I've seen Tyson face to face. Um, so I'm in this, I get brought to this press conference You've got a bank of press there, um, the table, you've got a table here, another table down there, chairs, couple of chairs, whatever. And so I go up there, I've got my headphones on, I've got my glasses on. I my I know that these these people don't want to have nothing to do with me because they're not interested. They're not interested in Julius Francis. They're interested in Tyson. So the only question I marked at that time was, oh Julius, what music are you listening to? So um tell them that. Next thing I know, Tyson starts coming from, well, Crocodile, who was Tyson's cheerleader guy. He comes in the room and I see him, but I don't really take any notice. I'm listening to my music. Is it It's Raining the Man? So, <laughs> it's Raining the Man. I don't know. So, Crocodile comes in. And then my trainer, Mark, because Crocodile was coming in saying he's going to do this and he's going to do that. My trainer, Mark, he's getting a bit rolled up. Because Mark doesn't, like Mark don't take no, he don't take no criticism. So, um, so there's a little bit of, like, contention with it between him and Mark. And then he starts saying, because he's saying something about Tyson is this and Tyson is that and and your man's gonna get this and you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm just, I'm just focusing on me. You're zoned. And then I'm thinking to myself, now, if Tyson comes on stage and I'm sitting down and he's standing over me, mm. he's won. Precarious position. Yeah. So as he comes up onto the stage, I stand up and make myself as big as I can. Yeah. And look at him. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, in my head, because Frank, remember I told you that we were in all the shop, Frank is saying to me, Tyson does this, Tyson does that, yes. Tyson does this, Tyson does this, and Frank is in my head now. So I'm thinking to myself, when Tyson comes on stage, he's going to start He's gonna start talking shit. Mm. So when he starts talking shit, there might even be a fight on the stage yeah. between me and Tyson, because I was that ready to go. Yeah. That's what I've got, I've got up, I'm saying to myself, right, if he says that's how my that's how my head was thinking. Yeah. But he comes up and he's just cordial and like he doesn't say a word. He's, he's like, like, and that's it. Smile on his face. That's it. Wow. And I suppose that's another. But that's his play other on side. his game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's another play on his game. Yeah. Because that's the the niceness um, that belies yeah. what's underneath. For me, I'm very proud of the fact that the, when Tyson came to England to fight Julius Francis. He was in the best shape. Oh, hundred percent. When I saw him, when he took off his top and he goes in the ring, he looked like the most intimidating yes. I've ever seen him ever. He didn't. He didn't play around, and that, for me, is the is because yeah. he didn't know anything about me. Yeah. Mm. He didn't know anything about me. I, oh, yes, I know a lot about you, and I know everything about you. Yeah. But 
you know, you got yourself in the best shape you could be in. Yeah. To fight me. So, you know, I, I you know, I didn't fight no husband. No, 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 no. I didn't never fight a husband. Um, <clears throat> now, where, where, where do I start with him? He, when, when we trained for the fight, when we actually trained for the fight, we trained, so I'm boxing. Yeah. Moving around the ring box. Yeah. But what Tyson has a tendency to do, obviously Tyson fights his own fight, but what he does, he, cut, he, he comes directly at you, left step, right hand, yeah. throw, throw right hand, or yeah. throw left hook, something like that. Yeah. That's um, and the fact that, like you say, when when he actually hit me, my thought in my head was, who the fuck are you hitting? That's what was going on in my head. What, as in taking the, who, who do you think you're hitting? Yeah, who the, who the fuck are you, who the fuck are you hitting? <laughs> like, uh, who, uh, <laughs> who the fuck are you hitting? Who do you think was, you are, mate? Yeah, that was, that was what was going on in my head. So... It became, it did get, I got drawn into that war with him. Yeah. Like to have a fight with him because, and then in my head I'm saying to myself, if I can't get his respect, if I don't gain his respect, yeah. then he's, he, he will walk out. And that's what he does. He, 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 Tyson was that, that guy that if you didn't gain his respect, he'd walk all over you. Yeah. You know? You had to earn, you had to earn it and, and fight for your respect. Mm. And that's what I wanted to try and do. That's why I had the punch up with him, and, and um, yeah, when I look back on it, I don't think there's a lot I would have done different. Mm. Do you still um, remember it really well? Well, when I when I look, I, I obviously sometimes look. Oh yeah, I watched fight. And they show me the like we, we sit down and talk, maybe talk about the fight. And I, I talked about it with my my sons, um, and just say this like. Yeah, it was kind of like um, going to war. You going to war, and, and I didn't want to take a step back. I didn't want to be pushed around the ring, and, and I wasn't. Again, wasn't going to be bullied hmm. because that's another thing going back maybe to my childhood and, and, and uh, um, when I was young to to be bullied, and hmm. you know, I didn't want to be pushed around. I yeah. Was there a point where you were bullied at school and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Yeah, we were saying earlier, I, I was having to me pretty bad as well. And I, I was saying, it's really hard to become successful how you were without having that, like, that struggle. Like, I, had to, I did as a younger kid had to struggle. Yeah. And that's the only reason that pushed me to work hard. Yeah. And this is what we've been saying about. So yeah. for you to be in that position, you know, with the, well, the champion at the time. You know, like I had a, a, a teacher in school that told me, I wouldn't be anything. Yeah, same. Yeah. Told me I wouldn't be anything. It fucking helps. They should all say it. <laughs> but then I went back. I was invited back from that school ah. as the British champion. Wow. Yeah. Stand in front of the, the same the, teacher was there, yeah. Kids and tell them nobody can tell you that you can't achieve what you can, what you set yourself to do. Nobody ain't gonna tell you you can't do it because if you set your mind to it, that's your goal. Mm. Nobody can't tell you that. Yeah. And I walked off stage and shook the man's hand. Shook his hand and looked in his eyes. Hmm. And went about my business. Yeah. So you had like 24 fights, 23 losses, 12 out of knockout, hmm. out of your wins. What was your favourite fight? Winning the British title. Yeah. Winning the British title, becoming British champion, 
Because I remember when I when I became a professional fighter and Dean Powell was my first first coach, first pro coach, and he asked me the same question, what what you what do you want to get out of boxing? And I said I wanted to be British champion. I didn't know who was British champion at the time. Um, it might have been I don't know if it was Lennox. But that's what I set my goal to be, be British champion. Um, how I was going to get there, I didn't know. Mm. I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know he was champion yes. at the time. But that was my goal. If you, if you had to go back, who would you want to fight? Who would I want to fight? I don't know. I, um, I think, Could be from any, any, any era. I think yeah. I would have liked to have fought Holyfield right. um, as a heavyweight fighter. As a heavyweight. I would have liked to have not necessarily faced um, Marvin Agler, but had the opportunity to maybe train and be around him. Yeah. Um, people like and, I, and and studying the history of boxing, like the fighters like Jack Johnson and Marciano and um, um, Joe Walcott. They were hard. Tough. They 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 were for me when I look back at those guys. They were real hard, tough men. Yeah, you know, like the 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 things that they had to go through, like like Jack Johnson had to go. Jack Johnson had to live through. If I catch you, I'm going to string you up in a tree. Yeah, <laughs> you know, basically that's what he had to live. Um, and he still managed to have all that charisma. And he, yes, and he was and, and he, character. He was world champion. He laughed in the face of death and adversity. Yeah, he said, "All right then." Um, Catch me on the way back. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I, was just, I was just about to say that story. That, that, that story is incredible. Catch, look, look, there you go. Just yeah. take that and yeah. catch me on the way back. He, yeah. he, he got pulled over once by a policeman. He was, he was in the car. I think it was two white girls yeah. as well. Had two white girls in, in the car, hands around. And he, the guy, the policeman said, I'm ticketing you. Give me, give me the money. And it was like, let's say it was $20 or whatever. Yeah. It was $10. He gave him like $40. He said, why are you giving me double? He said, I'm coming back. <laughs> same speed, same, same way. Same you, way. You ain't going to stop me. So you ain't going to stop me doing when you or being me. Yeah. Like, um, That's incredible, incredible, yeah. Joe Lewis. And then moving on to Muhammad Ali. And I'm, I, I, feel, I feel very fortunate that, and because I love the sport, because I love the sport of boxing, um, that to be um, and have those guys when I, when I look at those guys um, and Ali the likes of Ali and Fraser and, and um, fortunate that again meeting those guys a couple of those guys meeting Muhammad Ali and meeting um, Larry Holmes when he, was, when he was talking about the Tyson fight the fight that he had with Tyson and they said, like, um, someone, one of the reporters asked him, why did you come back? Why are you coming back to fight Tyson? And he said, well, I've got 10 million reasons to come back to fight Tyson. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. But saying that, if for the Tyson fight, I've got 350,000 pounds. That's like, that's, that's nothing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's considered nothing. It's, in, in reality, it is nothing to fight that guy. Mm-hmm. But... I would still do it again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd get a bit more money, but sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would still do it again. Would you fight him again now? If the fight was on, of course I would. What would it take to make to make a fight happen now with Tyson? Ten million dollars now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, like ten million dollars. <laughs> Could you make that happen? 
Um, no, I... Put it out there. Uh, I suppose he's got, he's got to say yes. Mm. That's what makes it happen. Someone... someone it will be an exhibition fight, you know. Um, yes, of course it would be yeah. an exhibition. We, we're now... Old men. Consider the old time. Consider yeah. old men. Listen, I, I can see the size of your arms, Julius. I mean, you're, you're not an old man. Like. <laughs> and I saw you do that other, you know, like that was a, a couple of months ago, the other fight, uh, at York Hall. Uh, the York Hall. That was, um, again, that was for um, Mark Potter. Yeah. Um, who's, who's going through, he's, he's suffered with um, cancer. Um, and I just wanted to do a, when I was asked to do a, Charity boxing, cha- uh, charity event, yeah. and yeah. Um, but that's like Mark. The, that's like the most amazing thing now. Like you know, even I, even Mike Tyson said it recently about you know the reasons why you'd come back and fight. It's like you've gone through all this journey, all this lifestyle, being British champion, everything, and then coming back to fight for a cause or for a charity or to help yeah. someone. Like you're getting in the ring fighting to help someone who's got cancer. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. It, it, it's I, amazing, I think, and you can do that later in the like later in your life. It's... Yeah, no, I think like, when when that happened, when I was asked to do that, you know, and and when I found out that um, Mark had got this this um, disease, this terrible thing that he like terminal cancer, um, it was it, I, I actually cried because the fact that we've spent time together, we sparred together, we were trained by the same um, trainer. Hmm. You know, people come in, they look at the size of me, they go, I need to eat him hard, I need to eat him hard so he's not going to eat me hard. <laughs> but that's kind of going to be the opposite thing. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess, I would never go out and take liberties with, with anybody. If I was doing, I'm doing a charity event, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. Because I know, I know the damage that I can do. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's really the truth. Do. The thing yeah. is with boxing as well, you, you yeah. can, in a weird way, someone can catch you and get and hit you, but when you're, especially when you're boxing or sparring, you kind of know, you can kind yeah, of know yeah. straight away, okay, right. I know, I know what level. Me, sometimes I, I will, and if I do these charity events, and I will leave myself open sometimes mm. to get hit because it, it's entertainment. It is only entertainment. Okay. I'm not going out there trying to hurt anybody. I'm not going out there yeah. to yeah. So I don't have to, one thing I don't have to do is I don't have to prove myself. Yeah. That's one thing I don't have to do now in my life. Yeah. yeah. I've done all the things 100%. I need to do. Yeah. Um, the respect is crazy. I mean, it's, it, it, yeah, that's, it's, that's, the, that's the one thing that's so hard to explain about what boxing does to you, but how you can get in the ring with someone, you can get, you can get in the ring with someone who's your best friend, who you hate, who you like, who you love, whatever it may be, and then, but by the end of it, yeah. whether it's sparring or just a little play around, you just go, there's the respect. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to get Jay and James to have a little fight yeah. to build the bond. No, we have, and, and we have fought. No, we have had a, we have we have a good sparring. I actually prefer sparring James. I prefer you. sparring you than him. Yeah. 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 No, he does. He does. He's fake like fucking... Like, or he just swing like this. No, he just walks like, into you and he loves getting punched. Yeah. He loves getting... I don't know where he's going to go. Sometimes when I used to train, if I felt like I had a bad day, or I had an argument with my girlfriend, or something wasn't going quite right, I used to let the guys beat up on me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did you not worry about like because I've been concussed twice? Yeah. Do you not worry? And, and honestly, the last time I was uh, sparring, uh, it was Thai boxing, and I got hit twice by this guy. Yeah. And I didn't feel right for I'd say about two or three weeks. Yeah. I just something was just a little bit off. So and obviously I'm not getting hit anywhere as hard as you are. Does that not? Does that not fight? I don't know if it's because I think I've always been 
of the opinion that we we don't it's it's a choice that we do right it's a choice that we box mm. but yeah. if I thought if I kept thinking about the damage that I would take or or it might happen it might happen it might happen if I walk out of the road and get my own right? yeah. yeah yeah you know yeah um, true, true. I know, true yeah I know it's it is it is hard it's a hard dangerous sport that we do mm. and I'm not trying to belittle it in any way um but yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is difficult. It is difficult to say that you want to go and, and box. But there are now so many different, um, um, or, or better equipment that we use. Mm. Spa, um, sparring, when you're sparring, the head Even gloves and everything. Yeah, gloves and everything like this. Yeah. Been so much, so yeah. much innovation. Better gum shields as well. Because he's, he's asked me that yeah. question. He's asked me that question. And, well, and about, you know, don't you are you not scared of just getting hit with one punch? Yeah, because I get I actually don't mind get I don't mind getting hit, mm. not as much as you love it. Um but like <laughs> yeah. I, I but and I would rather take it more I've been boxing quite a long time. I'd rather yeah. take it more seriously. But also, right then, so I say this. When you have fighters like Tyson or Lennox or Klitschkos or anything like this, what generally people of the if you're just doing it as a as a sport and a pastime, what you don't do is and what you don't see that professional fighters do that lo lots of their training neck training yeah what they do with the weights yeah. on the neck and yeah. i used to do a thing where i used to go in the, co in the corner of the ring and do a headstand and i'll be battling the floors on my head yeah, yeah. with with and that's 16 stone i'm not i'm not putting my hands on the floor yeah I, it's just just all my neck yeah. so when we're doing things like that yeah they're the, they're the they're things that will alleviate the or can alleviate the yeah the hard knocks the, the, yeah the hard knocks of the pain. You're never gonna the sport is never going to be one hundred percent safe. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna be one hundred percent. But it's safe. just it's just like we do as much as we can yeah to Protect. make it as safe as possible. But it's just you like know you said it, like Sorry, you man. said you could go outside now and get hit by a car. You, yeah. You're not yeah. thinking about that worrying. I, I my yeah. my thing is that. If you train really well for it, then mm. you become accustomed to it. Yeah. Obviously, if you don't think about it, that's that's another thing. And my my personal opinion is, you know, you yes, someone can get in the ring and they could get hit and something bad could happen. Yeah. But my personal opinion, again, like the car getting hit by a car scenario, is you've got to get hit in the head a lot. So uh, so that that is your right to touch on the box park thing that happened afterwards. Are you happy with that? Yeah, yeah. Sure? It's kind of like the thing that kind of went, made me go viral. A hundred million views, apparently. Jesus Christ. That's what everyone's been talking about. A hundred million views? Well, I, last I heard, there was 25 million. Right. And, Top and, and it's, it's crazy when I had somebody from, I think it was... Is this Japan or something you said? I've had people from Japan. I've had people from China showing me the video <laughs> that's come on their news feeds. They're, like, not news feeds, Shown in their country on their news, on their news yeah. Um, Morocco, Australia, the West Indies. I'm saying, I heard about it when I was in Malta. Someone was it like, is, Isn't this a guy you know? <laughs> <laughs> like a Maltese guy, like, it was I didn't know this guy. Because you know, not to, to make light of the situation, it was a crazy situation anyway. Um, and I, I do wish it never happened, you know, in all honesty. Oh, it never happened. 
But he did deserve it, I just gotta say like Um Yeah, he was beating the garbage bin. Yeah. He looks like he could have hurt um, people inside innocent people inside yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah, and the way what he was doing was was very dangerous. Yeah. Well when we spoke about it for an hour, I remember I called you yeah. I called you I was in Malta yeah. and you said, Look, you don't know what he was doing yeah, inside. He, he was, was yeah. spitting on people and yeah. spitting a Larry prick. Um then we start frying food around, frying drinks around. Yeah, he's trying to hit people outside, so he's yes. probably inside women, children, or everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's when it becomes dangerous. And I, I kind of, you know, I do regret actually hitting and punching him, but but the way that situation was, that's what it was. That's what it was called for. Yeah. 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 Um, he he came at me. Yeah. I didn't know what he was going to do. I didn't even know what he if if from what he had in his hand. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm. I really am. Not, like I say, I'm the last person of people to try and start bullying because <laughs> because of what I not only what I grew up with, but yeah. now now I like I say to people and guys that I've worked with. And I said this this before. Guys that I worked with over the years. You know, oh, Julius, you're old. You're slow. You're this. You're that. I say, oh god, all right, whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's what I do, honestly. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> but and I, and I'm happy and fortunate that this is not anything. This is not not the type of thing that happens every time. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to be doing. But, no, but no, that, no. That but you've knockout. had hundreds of sparring matches, hundreds of fights. Even though you haven't for a while, right. that muscle memory's there. All the memory of everything. I say to people that the last thing that fighters lose is their punch. Yeah. One of the last, well, obviously the last thing they ever actually use is their knowledge. Yeah. You know? But again, it's not even not even just that I'm a fighter and I'm a former fighter, but when you when people go out partying, drinking, whatever, you never know who you're going to meet on the road. No. And especially with doormen, a lot of doormen are trained athletes, or they train in some kind of maybe martial arts or boxing or something yeah like that. and the doorman's like the second thing they do almost yes yeah so interesting and and I, for me if someone is coming to attack me my natural instinct is natural for me to of course my yeah um because i was a former, former professional boxer what i love about that though is that you 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 still had you had everything you had the power you had the speed you had the movement yeah and i, I, I remember just seeing it and you just go Whoosh, and it was just quick. Yeah, he, but what's crazy? But you didn't even telegraph it. Like, I know. If yeah. you would have telegraphed you it, you it, it wasn't yeah. even from there. It was like it was like from there. <laughs> and, you, and you were still walking back to this. So exactly, it was like you're yeah, and you're walking backwards. Going backwards because I don't want, and I never ever wanted um, for anyone to say that I'm an aggressor. Because at the, when I'm at the door um, doing like working, I'm always I'm always trying to be like. The passive aggressive one. If you look, look, stop. Yeah. But don't bring it to me because yeah. you know I yeah. I will put you in an arm yeah. lock or yeah. put you on the floor or whatever. Yeah. Because that's what I'm trying to do. That's yeah. that's why you, you had know? so much support. Um, so I, I, yes. yes. You had and so much was, support. From that was the crazy thing. Everybody I mean, Tyson Fury came out and said about it. And, when and everyone was just so supportive. It was yeah. It yeah. was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. And going like looking back on that. That whole situation at that time. Um, to think that how many people had seen this video um, or the video that went around, and then 
knowing the people that are commenting on it. Mm. And Tyson Fury commented on it. I think Mike Tyson commented on it. Um, politicians, I think, commented on it. Just um, had your back. Just random, yeah. random people come up to me every day and say, Julius, I've seen the video, well done. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and little kids come up to me, oh, can I, can I get a photograph of you? Can I, can I take a selfie? And I'm like, I, I, I wonder, I, I have, I've asked like young people, some young people, teenagers and whatever, why, why is this mm. that you want to, and it's like, oh, but you're famous and you did a good thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and then when it, when they say that, I was like, oh, all right, then, you know, fair enough. Yeah. Then what can I say? Because, but people have to understand that, yes, all right, then we work in the service industry, I work in the, in the service industry. And I've seen over the years I've worked there how people have treated maybe cleaners and bar staff yeah. and door staff. Yeah. And we'll say to them, well, you only earn £9.50 an hour, so I can talk to you any way I want. Yeah. No, that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. These people that work in these jobs, like myself included, we have families that we want to look at. We have mortgages that we need to pay. Of course. You know, we. Uh, I always, I always make a point every time, and the guys will confirm. Like when we go to a restaurant, I'm as the nicest I can be. I always trying to say the nicest thing, the biggest tip I can give, whatever it is. And, and when a friend or someone else is not that way, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not being? It gets a bit, yeah. It's, it's sometimes a bit. It's, they say, also, they, they if say you think the... about like the rules of the universe, like you've done a good thing. You've, you've protected yeah. a, lot, a lot of people and it's sort of brought you back into this crazy viral <laughs> thing, which is like what I said, man, you should do your own podcast or something because, you know, you've come back He's into... He's got a little TikTok hint with the... Uh, you? Have a little Chinese girl, I think. I don't hey? know. <laughs> Isn't that... Don't, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, please don't put me there. No, but like the knockout just, just set, you know, stopped everything. I think, the, yeah, the, that, that... You know, nothing okay. happened after that. The way it happened... Guy going out the way he did, settled and squashed the whole yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think because it could have got worse. Got could, any, yeah, yeah. It got any worse. It could have gone any longer. Yeah, yeah. It could have turned into a match. Because they were not ready yeah. to go away. Yeah, and it was yeah. like it was funny to yeah to see all the reactions of everybody else at the time. You just you literally just put a dead stop to yeah, yeah, yeah. violence and everything else. But, so, but it was it's a heroic how, thing. I, I feel. In yeah. My Even just going back to what you said though, just touching on like is a really. Um, I remember re reading something before about if you really want to judge someone and know what type of person they are very early on, see how they are in restaurants or in public situations, yeah. the way they talk to other people. Or their mum. Or their mum, because yeah. that's, how, that's the type of individual you, they are. I mean, you know, that, that, went, that went crazy. I remember speaking to you for like an hour in Malta, just saying, you know, it, it was, yeah, it was, I remember calling you thinking, bloody hell. It, you was, know, it was funny to see. the film in a sense. Yeah, we used to promote film attention. and everything. Yeah. It, um, it was funny to see his friends uh, literally go come up to you and, and some of the, your colleagues as well and just go, oh, would you do that for? Would you do that for? It's like, well, hang on a minute. Did you just see what he was doing? Yeah, all exactly. the commotion he was causing. And he was just like going for people. And it's just like, and, just and an airy prick. Yeah, just you need, you sorted it out perfectly. And it, it, they did the job. Yeah. Right? But then, you know, when people are drinking or smoking or whatever they're doing not on the on, on the or whatever, their um, the of reality is it alters. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, <laughs> someone <laughs> might think, all right, then they might be sort of like five foot eight, and all of a sudden they're seven foot ten. Yes, yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, yeah. no, I don't believe that. <laughs> Not with this. 
Yeah, I don't know oh, why I'm my eyes too long. Squares at Trevoran. As I say, well preferred. Yeah, thank you. Going, um, <laughs> you know, going, going on to that. I mean, look, you know, I, I want to ask about the uh, how you enjoy some of the acting side as well, because we, you know, we've done yes, a short film together. Yeah. We've done a, we've done, we've done prize fight together yeah. where you're in as well. How, how do you compare? Well, I want to ask you a couple of things. First of all, do you like the acting side and that kind of world? How do you compare it to your other experiences? Because going on a film set, being looked after every day, do you need food, do you, need is... do you want a cup of tea, coffee? You know, you're not walking around having someone trying to stab you. No. <laughs> Prize Fighter was not your first um, gig, was it, on, on a film set? Well, to work, working with Matt, we did the short yeah. movie, we did short film. Um, uh, the, excerpt where I, the excerpt where I was fighting in the, in the, uh, in the ring. But I have done a couple of other small, smaller parts, um, a couple of small videos, um, and I did a little bit of acting at school. But to be real, real honest with you, working on the door, working on the door is smoke and mirrors. Is acting. Yes, I have a badge, but and I say this to people, but it is acting. Yeah. You're acting a role that you, you like. You have to portray. You have to put out something. Yeah. Mm. You know. Um, and again, with the movie with, with Price Fire, that was a scary. That was scary. You know. You know me already. I was very nervous. Yeah. I was yeah. actually really nervous. I did notice doing, that. Yeah. I, I remember doing you saying. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was in the short or the actual thing. I remember you saying to me, "God, I've, I've had fights." But A, this is tiring. Yeah, yes. It feels like I'm back in a fight. And oh also, plus, plus, you're wearing all the gear from the 18th century. And, <laughs> you no, weren't too comfortable with it. Think, and I just thought. Yeah, you can't so I've got to think, make sure that I. And this is the. Who was the guy that I did the. Uh, Kevin. 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 Right. So, Kevin. I did my scene with Kevin. <laughs> I ended up headbutting him. We ended up clashing heads. I ended up splitting his eye, breaking his finger, bruising his arm. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I'm, I'm like, we we only, we only play acting, yeah. and I'm like, it, it was, it was quite. I was actually horrified. I was actually when I found out he broke his finger. Like, well, you were upset. You saw me yeah. already when, yeah. when I split his eye. I was like, no, no, this is meant to be acting. It was so weird to watch that because you know you you just went into this like complete sentimental like I thought you were going to cry oh, and I was yeah. like shit it's Julius over there and then, like, and, then and my seat was after so I was like what the hell is he going to do to me the crazy <laughs> thing is the horrible thing is that I had to be angry I had to be really I had to really kind of go yeah. into this angry horrible place to bring that out yeah yeah. yeah. and it and showed on screen it did it really did but I didn't want to be there I didn't yeah. want to be this Mr and, and like you say that yes it's acting but at the same time, I'm bringing out this nasty kind of horrible side of me. But that's all you knew. You had to tap into that side of, of bringing that out, and that emotion. I, 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 didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Would I you like to do more? How do you, how'd you feel about I would love to, Yeah, I would love to do more acting. I'd love to yeah. do more acting because um, to meet or to get to meet some of the people that I've met and to work with, you know, when, when I think about, say, Ray Winston, my first experience away Winston is like, where's your tall? Yeah. <laughs> where's your tall scum? scum? Watching Ray Winston on TV and then actually sitting beside him in Lithuania, <laughs> talking to him. Yeah, yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's all. I'm like, is that yeah. me? Is that me? Is that what you're doing? 
Yeah. It does. It does Which give you the opportunity to meet so great. many different people. It's. Uh, I mean, you know, you you were great in the film, and and so you know, I can't. Thank you. I, I was, I, well, I can't. You know, I can't thank was, you enough. I, I, I know. I know you flipped this around on me before, but you know, we did we did the short film in 2016, and I've said to people, I don't know how I got them back, and they, you know, Julius stayed loyal, came back in the film, and he's <laughs> he thinks it's him already. He's like, like the loyalty's on me, and I'm like, no, like this is this is no, just I shows. Was, I was more than more than happy to be involved because I thought it was a great it was a great project, and then you know the other side of it, going away from the film is that you're a boxing man, you're actually Boxing is in your blood, and, and that story is your history line. Yeah. And then and it goes all the way down your history, your dad, you. And then to put that on screen, that's like, you yeah. know, like, sorry, what I'm trying to do. Trying to write a book. It's what, what are you going to do for the next five years? What's your plans? So you mentioned a book just then, right? Yeah, I, I definitely want to write my book. Um, and is that just like an honest autobiography it's an autobiography yeah. of my life my history my family part of my family's life right um, tell me where I come from what are you going to call it I have no idea right I have no idea um, yeah it's, it's I, I need to I need to get it out here and, and, and tell my story yeah for sure do you know what I love about that it's like you're, you're and I've said this a couple of times before mm -hmm. mate about the connection between like boxers and creative mind and you're tapping into your creative side now. And, and, now. and I think the two link in some weird way. There's that kind of, you know, Ray Winston says in the film, mm. boxers are like writers, they stand alone. And it, and it sounds quite corny, but it's, it's a nice, because, uh, mm. you know, I wrote it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds quite corny, but it's, 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 a, it's a true thing. And, and I've, I've, all the research I've done, I've, I've picked up on so many mm. fighters who ended up, you know, a couple hundred years ago who end up being you know, celebrities or actors or performers. Yeah. How do you feel now? Like, are you are you excited to tap into that creative side? Is it something that you you think you've like? It's just been inside you now. Now is the time to come out. And you mentioned the book and obviously the acting. Like, how does that? Do you think the two come together? And how does that feel in terms of tapping into that creative side? Well, I I think that's not just that people were interested, but it's it's if you keep my my children will actually want to know about what. Mm. They're gonna to want to know what 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 I was like before they were born. Yeah. And then they can say, you know what? This is where I get this from. This is where I get that from. Yeah. You know. Um. My two. I've got I've got five kids. You're fifty-seven, right? Fifty-eight. Fifty-seven. Yeah. Fifty-eight this year, apparently. <laughs> got to say, you do not look. You look young, man, for yeah, fifty-seven. Really I think that's no stress. That's what I try to. Uh, mate, it don't sound like it. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe the last uh, 20 years, no yeah, stress. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Like but like I say, I want my kids to be able to say, this is where I get this part of me from, mm. or this is where I get this part of me from. Mm -hmm. you know? um, but it's going to also be good for you. Cause yeah, it can be it's, like, very, it's therapeutic. Therapeutic, yeah, you're going to you know, open up. Um, because I look at my children now, and my eldest four are very creative, strong people. Um, I don't know. They, I, I, wouldn't even, I don't even know if I could say business-minded because um, the business is the business of life. But they get on with it. They're not afraid to work. Yeah. And that's one thing again. 
maybe looking at my dad, my dad was always always work, so I've always worked. I've always said I always want to be at work. So if my kids can look at me and say, well, dad don't just don't sit around, mm. they're not going to sit around. They they, yeah. They've, they've inherited that from you. Yeah, they yeah. 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 want Hopefully that's where they can maybe read my book one day and, and, and yeah. see that. So Have you got any messages for like kids at the moment who probably went through something similar to you two <clears throat> that you did that are bullied and going through those sort of issues now? Well, if you're... I would always say that for kids that get bullied, talk to someone. Mm. Find someone you can talk to. Um, an adult, maybe, that will guide you in the right direction. Um, will look after you. I don't think... With me, I never had that. I, I didn't feel that I had that. Yeah. Um, and don't be afraid to stand up. Don't be afraid to stand up. Yeah, yeah. Young bullies are... If you stand up to a bully, a bully's going to back down from you. Yeah. Yeah? Um, when you show a bully, when you show a bully your feet, it's going to pressure you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice, actually. Bullies are only there just because they they're jealous of what you potentially could achieve or what you have. Or what you have. But in yeah. a time, it's really difficult, right? Because yeah. they're in numbers. Yeah. 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 They're coming for you. They're outside yeah. your house. They're at your school. Like they're, you know, so at the time it's the worst thing, and you're like, oh, they're harder than me. They're stronger than me. Yeah. But like you say, they most probably will back down. And it's not, you know, I will say this as well. That boxing and fighting is not always the the way forward. Right. It's not always, yes, you can be strong, but you can be strong mentally as well as, mm. as, well as physically. Yeah. 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 Um, if you're strong in mind and you, you can talk to people, you can get people on your side, you know, and, yeah. and make them understand where you're coming from. For yeah. sure, for and sure. Then, and then, you know. But I just think someone of, um, of your status, the, the way you were brought up, someone of your calibre, mm. you know, from going from what you did, going through what you did, to, to come out on top, you know, is, is, is a hell of an I, achievement. Well, I don't think it's an achievement. It's, I think there are a lot of stories out there of different people that have been successful. And I think if my success can make other people successful, then that's, a, that's, that's part of legacy, isn't it? Yeah, That's sure. what I see. That's, that's how I see it, it's part yeah. of legacy, because... If I can tell, if I speak to a hundred kids and five of those kids go, you know what, I think I'm going to change my way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in this direction instead of going that direction. Yeah. And that's success. Yeah. That's successful. Yeah. You're just a good and on it. Uh I was going to say honest, but um, modest man, because, you know, if, if Michael Jackson was sitting here, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, my life's normal, but that's because it's your life and you've lived it. But it's incredible for us to hear the stories, like really incredible to hear it, man. So like, it's, it's, uh, it's inspiring to hear all these stories. So what, like, yeah, I guess our sort of like thing is, you know, what are you thinking for the next like five or 10 years? Because, you know, you're still young. If you want to go all around the world and go to places you haven't been, you can still sort yeah. of go to them. Is that what you're thinking? No, I think for me, because um, right now I work with, I work with, with a lot of young people. What's your involvement in that? How so does that I work? I work in a, um, one school is also a provincial school. Right. Where um, kids come out of their mainstream school and come to the um, Arco, Arco Academy. What's Arco, so, sorry? Arco. So. What's that? Arco what? Academy. What Arco, is it? Arco is a bridge. Right. 
Latin for bridge. Okay. So they can come from their mainstream school yeah. and come to Arco and they can work and, and um, uh, do their lessons and get their exams and whatever. Okay. And then maybe if they, if they if there's not, not, not long term, then maybe they can go back to their, their original school or move on to another school. But we're just there, I'm just there as a, a mentor. And wow. Um, I drive drive the bus, drive the school bus. Amazing. So cool, yeah. man. Yeah. And then so um, I cool. do. In, <laughs> Look at Alfie. Alfie's like, I'm going to that school. <laughs> I love my bus drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you, but on his body. Alfie works for like so many charities. Yeah. He's always yeah, helping yeah. everyone. He's no, a we're fucking... gonna do some. We're gonna do some. That's... We're going to do some stuff. Yeah. That's why he's asking it's you because he, like, his mum as well, she's worked in charity for like 20 yeah. years. Isn't it? It's so amazing and, that you give back. I, I work in a, um, another school where I do after school clubs teaching a little bit of boxing. Really? Such a good guy. So, um, and it is, I think, if you have a talent or you have an opportunity to, to um, give something back or do something for somebody do it yeah mm-hmm. all right and yes it's it's you, you might not get paid yes you might get paid but you know it doesn't hurt if i because i feel if i have all these opportunities all these stories all these these um um even bits of advice that i can give someone why am i going to keep them to myself yeah. Yeah. yeah even if it just helps one person or yeah, one scenario yeah exactly. it's a perfect yeah, thing exactly that, that, I think that's a perfect way to... I know, you wanna, I know we're going to about to end this, but I just thought, when you was out and there was like, you were on this 16-seater minibus and you were like, you know, uh, Mike Tyson was upstairs. Do you think if you were on the street with all your street backgrounds, do you think face-to-face, who would have won? <laughs> I got lost, man. I don't know. We would have, we would have, it would have been a clash of, clash of, if... The old Julius. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think the old Julius would have been a bit more. Um, I was. A bit, I was a bit more ruthless. I would have been nasty. Yeah, I would have been. Quite old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Man, Julius, thanks so much, man. Thanks so yeah, much for your really time. Really appreciate it. Cheers, cheers, mate. Absolutely. Pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers.